Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. <laughs> You're on the crazy train. Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's a nice chilly, according to my car thermometer, 10 below zero. Isn't that wonderful? Making ice out there this week, that's for sure. Anyway, uh, this is the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are the only one in Wisconsin that's two hours in live outdoor show. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Nick Bodie is back. And uh, good morning, fellas. Oh, by the way, if you want to get in touch with us, you got any questions or comments or brag about a fish or whatever, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Hey, Danny, you know what Nick told me? If we got to ask him a few questions, we have to query him a little bit. He was on a trap shooting team in, in high school. Wow. Yeah, he's on a trap shooting team. So how'd you do? Uh, I wasn't great. So we started out, uh, and I've got pretty horrific eyesight. Uh, and my buddy and I did this league. We called ourselves Orange, Cru- Orange Crush, just like the soda. We had T-shirts and everything. And, and the first <laughs> yeah. couple weeks, I couldn't hit better than like 50% on birds. Yeah. I was just doing really badly. Um, and my buddy's dad noticed I wasn't wearing my glasses. And he goes, do you have contacts in? And I was like, no, but I couldn't find any safety glasses that fit over my glasses. So I was oh. basically trying to do it blind, just kind of shooting where I saw the orange. So <laughs> okay. got some prescription goggles and started to do a little bit better. It was never yeah. great, but it was always a lot of fun. Shooting well, 20 out of 25 or so at least, uh, roughly? Roughly like 15 plus, yeah, consistently. Oh. Okay. We uh, we had uh, the uh, coach of the Kettle Moraine Lasers, uh, I think his name was Wayne. Uh, we had him on our yeah. call in years ago. Yeah. And, uh, their uh, their shooting team actually went to nationals right, years ago, right. and I did a. Uh, yeah. That was the first time I did sporting clays is when they had an event back there in yeah. August a couple of years ago or September. Uh, but that that is challenging. So Nick, how about shooting any like live type? birds yeah well i grew up uh, i mean i grew up pheasant hunting and duck hunting um from brookfield originally actually so my dad okay. used to take us out to uh the coracon marsh and stuff and then uh my brother and i did deer hunting with the family for three maybe four years then he moved to texas um and i got the invite still but i was like eh, i don't know that i miss being up at you know out in a stand at five and six o'clock in the morning um <laughs> so it's it's something i haven't done in a while but you know i grew up doing it i miss it and mostly i was telling tom i i just miss having game around during the fall man like a nice pheasant with some wild rice that's perfect yeah it is good you know i was supposed to uh go pheasant hunting today with al Shook. oh yeah yeah and uh i had you know a couple buddies that i i had invited and they both called me this week and they said uh Gonna be uh, <laughs> a little chilly, really cold on Saturday. <laughs> I said, yeah, 
Well, <laughs> Al said it was still a go. Uh, it's yeah. Wednesday night, but then Thursday he called yeah. me and he said he's got bronchitis. Oh no! Yeah, and he has to get in good shape in for next week for that uh, Waukesha Conserva- Conservation League, I believe, right, or right. Yeah. Uh, banquet. So, you know, I'm just as glad we're not pheasant hunting today. In fact, I think I was supposed to maybe do some coyote hunting. Well. I guess I didn't even, it's amazing. It's only been a week, but it seems like a year ago I was uh, in here. <laughs> um, last week, we did try coyote hunting on Saturday night. Did you? Yeah. And it was it was cold. Mm-hmm. And no, we didn't Saturday night. I leaked out on Saturday night. I, I went, you know, I tried to get one of those eight-inch laser augers. They're sold out everywhere. Yeah, the manufacturer doesn't even isn't even making anymore for they're this done year. for the year. They're yeah. done for the year. So I got had just enough gas in my old ten inch auger. Had to put the thing together, take the extension off, and drilled a couple holes. And sure enough, about one o'clock, I look out the window, flag. So I go sprinting out there, and a guy had just pulled in with his wife, uh, in his vehicle, and was standing there. And uh, just as I go running by him, he yells, tip up. And then he turns and sees me. He runs out there with me. Yeah. This fish is running, making all kinds. I'm like, what's going on? He grabbed the tip up, pulled it off to the side. Long story short, it was a 44-inch muskie. You got a 44-inch muskie? Through the ice. And the dude was, Holy he, was mo- he was more excited than I was. He was like, wow, oh, should we? You know, so I got her on hook quick, and he wanted to run to his car, get his wife's phone, wife's phone get a picture. And I'm like, no, no, that's okay. Let's that's, just let her back. But yeah. you know, it had a huge head, yeah, but a thin body. Yeah, I think it was this time of year, Tom. They should be big and fat. And Maybe it was just an old fish. I think it was an old, old male. Yeah. Uh, but seeing that big old green head, Holy it's like moly, a forty-four inch. I was the glad. Ice. Wow. I was glad yeah. that I had the ten-inch hole. Yeah. As opposed wow. to because I almost picked up a seven-inch auger, but then I thought, you know what? I don't want to try and steer up. Big pikes. You could do it. Yeah. You could do it. Yeah. But I think if I'm going to get what I want, because I, I want, get the, what you want. I want yeah. the 8-inch laser yeah. auger because it's lightweight. That big 10-inch, you know, sure, Lake of the Woods, you're drilling through yeah. three feet of ice. That yeah. that big power auger is great. Yeah. But I, I kind of would like something light and easy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess uh, that ain't going to happen. So anyway, when I did that, I kind of got a little lazy and went over to the waterfront and... Uh, you know, kind of got a little involved with the fishery, so I kind of leaked mm-hmm. out on my buddy Mike as far as coyote hunting yeah. that night. So we did it the next morning. Okay. Let me tell you, last week Sunday morning was pretty gosh yeah. darn cold. Yeah. Uh, I got some. I got some big old warm stuff that one of our listeners gave us. I think he bought it for the Yukon. Oh, uh, Tom. Tom. Tom yeah. gave it to me. Yeah. It's the big Yukon caribou stuff he was sure, going to wear. Sure, I remember that. And yeah, it's yeah. so big and heavy that it's too hot, right? I put oh, it on really? once, and I thought, well, not wasn't too hot on Sunday. But all I wore was a, a pair of a sweatpants and a hoodie underneath it. Yeah. No other layers. I had the bibs and that thing. I looked like the Pillsbury Doughboy, <laughs> but that stuff kept me kept me warm. Wow. But wow. I'll tell you what, my my hands, you know. I, if you had your hands outside, not covered, yeah, yeah, the fingers would freeze instantly. Yeah. Did you see any coyotes? Didn't see any coyotes. No. We tried, and and oh. uh, then I was thinking, you know, probably I think they move mostly at night there. We should have been out there that evening, but it's a long season, yeah. And we know we know they're they're hanging around there, so I think 
I think Mike talked about maybe going to, tonight, but when I was up this morning trying to scrape, <laughs> when I when I was up this morning trying to scrape my windows on my truck, you know how a scraper, you know, yeah. normally you can just, you know, I, it was like trying to scrape paint off a side of a building, trying to get the, the oh, frost off yeah. my uh uh, off my truck, and it was so cold, Tom. If you said it was minus what here? My 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 car thermometer said it was ten below. Okay, well you know how it's normally colder out where to we the are? West. to yeah, the west. It might be a little bit colder. Even. I'm saying it's so cold, my truck <clears throat> gauge couldn't even calibrate it for the first time ever. Really? And I've seen that thing calibrate to minus thirteen. It never gave me the temperature. All it kept saying was C-A-L, which means it's calibrating yeah, it. Right. It was too cold for the sensor to even detect. Wow. Weather Channel app right now says 13 degrees outside the WSSP studios here in Hales Corners. So. Thir- minus 13? Minus 13? 13. Negative 13. Okay, 13. check Pewaukee. Wow. Did uh, you hear for next week, Wednesday, what it's supposed to be? Yes. Some of the coldest weather Wisconsin has, hasn't, they have, we haven't seen this in a long, 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 long time. That the actual temperature is going to be, be around 15, 20 below. Negative during, 15 right now. In during Pewaukee. the day. Is oh, it negative 15? 15 in well, Pewaukee. guess what? It's warmed up for, since the, when I left this morning. Okay? I'm telling you, it's probably minus 16, minus uh, 17. I had these gloves on, right? And if I have gloves on and I'm moving, I never. These gloves, which I've worn deer hunting, my fingers froze wearing yeah. the gloves. Yeah. I had to run back inside while the while the vehicle warmed up. But one thing I did do is I went in and made sure I got I got an oil change yesterday. Want uh-huh. to make sure the oil's good. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I added a half a quart on Friday, knowing this cold weather was or Thursday night, knowing it was coming. I don't want my vehicle low on oil yeah, right, in this right. stuff. You know how you start it up and, and the vehicle moans and screeches sure. yeah, and makes a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like it, so you you want that thing lubricated as best as possible. And then I got a uh, the radiator fluid flushed and sure. flushed and filled yeah, with some yeah. fresh stuff. Yeah. Uh, then I filled it up with gas. I even used the higher octane gas. Oh, I don't know did. if that makes any difference, but I don't know if it I does, just I went from the I went from the eighty seven to the eighty eight silver. Yeah. I think a little higher octane yeah. gas might be uh, well a little I'm, bit better. What I should have done this morning, I got gas this morning just before I came into the station. Uh, but I know this coming week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, you know, get that uh, can heat. of heat. Yeah. Dump a few of those in the gas tank, just in case. Yeah. Well, mine, uh, mine starts up great. Um, it turned over okay. It, in fact, I, I was thinking to myself, Tom, I thought, well, I got that nice new battery in there, right? Yeah. I got a big battery at Batteries Plus there years you go. ago, right? Well, you know what? Mm. I looked in my glove compartment, my little manual, yeah. and looked at the receipt. You realize oh, it? <laughs> 2013 I bought that battery. Oh, God. It seems my... like I bought it two years yeah. ago. I'm thinking, oh, it's... I got that good battery. And I'm thinking, holy cow, the battery is six, six years, years old. old. But, it's about time for a new one. <laughs> well, when the, when the other one went, I mean, it just went. Yeah, just I actually, yeah. it started turning over slow at the grocery store. I drove right to Batteries Plus. And it died right there. Oh. They couldn't get anything. It just went. But, you know, the factory one was really a wimpy. Ford was, with the fuel injection and stuff, they don't put, you know, big 600 crank in or yeah, whatever, I 700. Get the biggest I can they, get. They, they put like a, a f- yeah. you know, like a, I don't know, maybe a 500 crank in amp or 460. And, and so I replaced it 
with not the giant one. They want to sell you a $250 one that, you know, yeah. has enough power to co- cover the space shuttle. Uh, <laughs> I said I got like the medium, you know, yeah. for maybe 100 bucks, 120 bucks, and I'm yeah. pretty good now. Well, they're not cheap. Who do you got on the line there? Uh, we got our buddy Mike giving us a call with a weather report. Okay. Hey, good morning, Mike. How you doing today? Doing well. Trying to stay warm. Yeah. Don't tell Thanks me you're out ice fishing. No, 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 no. Not that foolish. Okay. Or drunk. Okay. <laughs> but I'm making my uh, ride down in the Milwaukee from Hartford this morning, and going past Pike Lake, it dropped to minus 24 on the truck. Oh, wow. Really? And then, uh, yeah, as it uh, as I came down to Germantown, it was up to minus 15, and then right before you hit county line, she dropped to minus 21. So all the low lying area, areas are probably almost 10 degrees colder than anything else. Oh wow, that wow. is crazy, man. Well, stay warm, yeah. Mike. <laughs> yeah, or try to. Thanks. Enjoy wow. the show, yeah. guys. Have oh. fun. All right. All right. Thanks, Have Mike. Have a good day. Bye now. Yeah. Um, well, we got to go to a break. When, anyway. we, yeah. when we come back, yeah. uh, I want to talk about, and maybe you you can share, I want to talk about the coldest time I was ever out fishing or hunting. The coldest time. Okay. And then later on in the show, we're going to talk about ice jig colors and sizes, which ones... Uh, Maybe work in the summer, but don't work in the winter. Maybe they should, but we got some stuff on that. We'll be right back with more of the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Stay tuned on 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're hot. We're not. Nobody's hot. This is the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Right now, most people are rolling over post-REM sleep three, opening one eye, deciding, do I really want to step out onto the cold floor and make my way to the kitchen to fire up the coffee? Or do I tell my wife to go make the coffee or whatever? Or, or get one of those automatic coffee machines that, you know, set it ahead the night before. A robot. Anyway. What I need is a robot, Tom. <laughs> I need a robot like on the Jetsons. What yeah. was that one's? Uh, Rosie. One? Rosie. I Rosie need Rosie. Ro- Rosie. I need a whole robot. lot of Rosie and say, Rosie, uh, bring Dan Dan a coffee. Speaking of that. Rosie. At Christmas time, we get we do one of these things where uh, we buy a gift. Uh, you know, you, you're not buying it for anybody in particular. We got like a $25 limit. But you buy something decent, you know, whatever, you, you know. And then you draw cards, and then you pick a gift, and that's what you get, right? Well, I got one of those Alexas. You know, Lowy's got one, that Alexa thing where you say, Alexa, play this music, and it'll play music. Or, Alexa, what does this mean? You know, and you say it, and she'll well, tell you. I thought you. that was your cell phones that do that, the nice smartphones and stuff. But, you got this that. Is, but this is for, like, in the house where you can just holler at it, you know. Yeah, it's, look it, at Lowy's. It's it a, looks like a phone. No, it's a uh, looks like a little uh, a tall hockey puck. It's about that round, and sticks about that high. Anyway, and, and it's a it is. Can you ask it questions? Yep, you ask it questions. It'll give you an answer for anything. So it's yeah. like a little computer. Yep, yep. It's like your smartphone, but only you don't have to type it in. You it well, costs, some of the smartphones you can talk into. And it but, costs less than twenty five bucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I got one right, and. Uh, now, what was I going to tell you about? You were saying about asking. Rosie. 
Ro- oh, Rosie to bring Rosa, you a yeah. cup of coffee. Yeah. So, like, if uh, if I'm doing something in the living room and I, you know, and I just want to listen to some music, I just holler, Alexa, play whatever. And they'll just start playing. You know, like, if I want to hear just one song or if I want to hear a bunch of songs, you know, I'll say, uh, play uh, Joe Cocker's Mad, Dog Li- Mad Dogs and Englishmen album or whatever. And they'll play the whole thing. You know, it's, it, it, I, I must admit it, it's pretty cool. But the, here's the problem. I would like fool my kids every now and then. I'd like make up things, you know. And the only way that for them before smartphones to find out if I was telling them the truth or not, they'd have to actually try to look it up, right? Well, now all they got to do is go on their smartphone or ac- ask this Alexa thing, hey, what is a fez? <laughs> you know, <laughs> or whatever, you know. And she answers everything, yeah. So, Amazing. but it, it, that thing, it, I must admit, it is pretty cool. It's pretty cool, yeah. Ten-year-old so. kid ask, asks it, "Where do babies come from?" Oh boy! You know, I actually, know. that would be that would be pretty good for parents these days. As soon as they ask that question, go ask Alexa, <laughs> Alexa. over there. Alexa over there. <laughs> now you were going to say, tell you. "What okay. was your coldest?" All right, so coldest timeout. I've been out since I was. I grew up in Green Bay, and on average, guys, Green Bay is colder than here, and then we'd go up deer hunting in Duluth, and on average, let me That's tell colder. you, Duluth, yeah. you could have some b- weather like this during deer season in November back in the day, uh, during some especially crazy years. So I, I was pretty tolerant. You know, I, I'd, a lot of New Year's days, I'd go rabbit hunting. It was kind of a tradition, and uh, I'd be out there in maybe minus 20 windshield, bundled up walking with a shotgun mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. bunny rabbits, but I was wearing a big down coat, and I had my sorrel boots, and I'd be moving and walking and face covered up, and uh, so I'd survive. But years ago, it was right around the early, right around 95, I think it was. I'd like to go back in time and and check weather records and reports. I talked to one guy, Brian from Pewaukee. He said it was 96 that we had an incredible stretch of of cold weather. Anyway, um... My brother managed Dennis Sports Shop up in Oshkosh. And mm-hmm. back then, Dennis Sports Shop was a big outlet in Green Bay and Oshkosh. And some uh, Indian woman came in with a picture of a 20-pound pike that she claimed that she had caught fishing on the Sturgeon Bay Ship Canal on smelt with sprayed with WD-40. <laughs> okay. So my brother gives me that hot tip. So I'd never caught a giant pike through the ice. I had my brand-new 10-inch auger and all mm-hmm. this tip-ups and stuff living in Cedarburg with my buddy Scott Olson, who I deer hunt with now. And I said, Scott, they're catching giant pike in the Sturgeon Bay Ship Canal. Let's go up mm-hmm. there. Well, it was on a Saturday, and we were going to go on Sunday. And I want to say that the wind chill was minus 40 to minus 50 up there, the forecast. It was where they definitely said, stay inside. And I remember I talked to my dad on the phone and told him my plan. And there was a pause in the end of the line. He said, what are you, nuts? <laughs> in so many words, he said, all he said was, oh, I raised my son to be smarter than that. That's all he said. When I got off the phone, he had, that was the gauntlet. He'd thrown down yep. the challenge. So Scott and I drove up. I had a Dodge Dakota convertible, ragtop. Never should have sold that, that vehicle. Mm-hmm. So a ragtop doesn't seal up as much as a hardtop right. anyway. Right. We drove next to the Sawyer County launch by the Yacht Club pulled down a driveway, walked out about 100 yards tops into the Sturgeon Bay Ship Canal, drilled holes, set tip-ups. And I want to tell you, Tom, by the time you got the tip-up set, 
or checked it to knock the ice off. You were froze. It was unbelievably cold. I mm-hmm. was bundled up with everything I had. And then you'd go back to the truck mm-hmm. and you go to start it up. And even though you just had it running five yeah. minutes before, it was stone cold again. It took forever. Mm-hmm. And talk about it. That was the coldest day ever. I don't thank God we didn't catch a fish. We would have had frostbite <laughs> dealing with it. That was just horrible. We stopped at Joe Roars in Sevastopol on the way back for their big burgers. And I remember the chill. Even inside there, it's mm-hmm. where it was in your bones, you couldn't get it out. Right, yeah. That was the worst day ever. Wow. I'd be curious to think what exactly the temp was, because it was nuts. Yeah. You know, uh, ice fishing, I I'll, I would never go if it was really cold. I mean, if it was like today, I'd say, no, screw it, I don't have to go. But when it comes to deer hunting, you only have those certain times when you can go, especially back then during the deer hunt season, you know, uh, the nine-day gun season. And I went with my brothers, and I think this was like in the late '60s. Okay, I was just I was a teenager, and uh, and the tree stands were not legal then. And I was bundled up, and we walk out, and it was, I and I couldn't believe we were leaving the motel, you know, because it was it was windy and it was super. I don't know how cold it was. I don't remember what the temperature was, but I remember it was really, really, really cold. And it, with the wind on top of it. And when we got out to the woods, my one brother says, okay, you, you stay here by this tree. And then they, you know, we all went our different ways, whatever. Well, I got on the side of the tree where the, the tree was protecting me from the wind. And I sat down and I just bundled up. <laughs> and I, I didn't care if I saw a deer or not. I, I couldn't care less. And because it was so windy, I think, and so cold, it, tell me if this is true or not, that they move less. The deer move less? Well, if it's really cold it's and fun, windy. You know, it's uh, it's funny. I was talking to my brother Tim about this on the phone last night. We were talking about coldest days. And he said there the coldest day he had deer hunting was up in Douglas County there years mm-hmm, ago. Mm-hmm. Day like you're talking about. And he said it was bitter cold. And I didn't I didn't go up there that year. It was cold. He said but yet my dad and my uncles, they were diehard farm boys, man. They wanted to make a couple drives. Mm-hmm. And my brother said they made the first drive, you know, right down over the hill behind the farm. Didn't see anything. And Tim said he was, he even walking during the drive, he was freezing his yeah, arse off. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, they went to do one of the bends, one of the river bend drives. And uh, my dad back at the time was ahead of his time. Now everybody you know, has cell phones or, you know, small ones. He had one of those walkie-talkies. Those Remember big, walkie-talkie? The big ones? That, that, like, you'd see a cop holding at yeah. a fair. And or a, Radar O'Reilly on uh, Yeah, Mass. exactly. He had these big walking yeah. ones. I remember they, they'd eat batteries like one pair a day. And, you know, you'd have to, there was, you know, you'd wear your back out carrying it in your pocket. So he was on one of these big walkie-talkies talking to my uncle right before a drive. And, uh... He got done talking to him, regular voice, not even trying to whisper, and he walked 50 yards, walking through the deep snow, Mm -hmm. and he looked under an evergreen, and there's four legs of a deer, a big deer. He could kind of see the silhouette of his body, so he figured where the shoulder was, and he shot. He's shooting a 306, 180 grain, the big old round Corlocks, and he shot, and then the thing turned to run, and he had it tail away going away, and he shot again, dropped it in its tracks, only, I don't know, 15 yards away. Mm-hmm. And he'd hit it both times, and it was a nice buck. Okay. And to this day, 
my brother said to me last night, he says, Dad never could figure it out. And he says, he says, was that deer just, just huddled there trying to stay warm and not moving? You know, was it just, you know, mm-hmm. in fact, I drove by on the way back to Pewaukee yesterday. I saw a doe standing in a field and its hair on the back was kind of like standing up like a dog's hair oh, yeah, might yeah, stand yeah, up if they're yeah, angry or something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm what, and that look, deer looked like it was freezing to like death too. Cold, so yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, see, I always, I always uh, thought or heard or whatever that when it's super cold and windy together like that. That they kind of huddle up somewhere, well, or they'll, or like a small herd of them, you know, get together and all bunch up, you know. Well, I'll tell you what, for the bunny rabbits, if you cottontail rabbit hunt, mm-hmm. they don't move on no, days. No, they, they don't are hauled up either in a hole in the ground, mm-hmm. or I've actually seen them a couple of years back out at Al Brown's place when I'd hunt out there. It was a terrible cold day like today. The rabbit, I could see them underneath the brush pile. Yeah, that's where they'll go. And in the I was piles. jumping up and down. Practically, the, the limbs had to be knocking off the top of its head, <laughs> and it wouldn't run out. It wouldn't. So you yeah. know what I did? Shot it where it laid. Took my twenty. <laughs> took my twenty-two. Lined down the. Lined along at a scope, which I couldn't see through. It was all blurry. Lined along the barrel and boom. Then that's I took the brush pile apart and yep, dug them out. And got them out. There yeah. you go. Hey, one way but or the I other. I know the rabbits yeah. don't want to move. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you what, I didn't want to, as a matter of fact, I remember that day, I remember I was thinking about trying to start a fire, but then I knew my brothers would holler at me if I did something like that. Well, we probably got to run a break, but be, yeah. before we do, I'll, yeah. on that note, yeah. fire, many yeah. years ago, dad was walking on a on a big buck, a buck track up in Douglas County in a fresh snow mm-hmm. on a freezing cold day, mm-hmm. and he actually was following the trail. He went right by another hunter, another one of the local farmers that he knew. And the guy's sitting by a fire. And Dad says to the guy, so did you did you see the deer go by? He goes, yeah, big buck. And Dad goes, why didn't you shoot? And the guy just shivering goes, too cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to have to clean that deer, and if it's that cold, it's just like, sitting oh, there no. trying to warm up by the fire. And back in the day, they didn't have all the fancy warmth. No, I mean, no, they're probably wearing no. their wool and this yeah, and that, yeah. but dang. Oh, man. Okay, folks, we got to go to a break. Coming up next is the gut report. I got a good one. If you remember, Al Shook last week gave me some of those pheasants that that he got, and uh I'm going to tell you what I did with them. So we'll be back with that and more on the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, Nick. Come here. I'm going to eat you. Starting I'm off a little bigger bit colder, than you. I'm hiring Get in my belly. <laughs> the Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Well, last week, folks, Al Shook gave me some pheasants. And uh, I like pheasants. Pheasants for presents. <laughs> yeah, presents for pheasants. Well, anyway. Now, this is what I did. And this was something new for me. I was just, remember I told you a few weeks back, you know, just, you know, when you're cooking stuff, tr- you try different things. So what I did was I took a whole onion with some oil, put it in my Dutch oven, and I took uh, one whole pheasant, and then I took the 
Uh, there were like two other breasts of the pheasants. And I browned them and, you know, with the onion in there. And then I took two cans of cream of mushroom soup, condensed, and two cans of water. And uh, probably about a, oh, I'd say a good teaspoon or two of thyme, you know, chopped up thyme. And I put that in there, and I threw it in the oven at 300 degrees. And after an hour, I took it out, and I uh, I peeled like three medium-sized onions. I, I'd say it was maybe 12 ounces to a pound. And I diced those up, chunked them up, threw them in the pot, threw it back in the oven at 300 degrees for another 45 minutes to an hour. Took them out, checked them to make sure the potatoes were done. They were. And you know what? That They absorbed that cream of mushroom soup and everything. They just absorbed that liquid like, and it it was really good. I had a little salt and pepper in there, too. I'll tell you what. I, I do like pheasant. I like trying different things, and that works. Let me ask you that this, works. Tom. Yeah. Was it wonderful? A wonderful, a wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was wonderful. No, it, it was very tasty. Wunderbar. It was very tasty, and I'm glad that my wife doesn't like eating uh, wild game anymore because so, she used to eat pheasant years ago But when I bring them home. And that. now she doesn't eat them anymore, and I'm glad because I was able to have two meals off of it. It How was about, great. It was and wonderful. even the venison like I give you, she doesn't have any of that? No, you just cook God, it for yourself? No, I make it for myself, yeah. Well, my son Andy will eat it too. Yeah, he'll eat it too, so. Wow. The two of us will have it. So anyway, but anyway, that was your gut report uh, brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service at 51st on Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. There we go. But it's nice to have. Get her, get her with me. All right, Danny. All right. So uh, anyway, uh, today's cold, but uh, don't forget to get out. And despite the cold weather, you don't have to fish. If you want to be a girly man about it, not go out in the cold and fish. That's okay. You oh. can you can be a wooz, a wuss, and go inside the nice warm bar and support your local fisheries out yeah. at AJ's. Yep, they got theirs. Uh, Pewaukee will have some fisheries, and for a lot of these clubs, you're supporting a uh, you're supporting a good cause because these are their main fundraisers. So get on out there, buy some raffle tickets, sit. Have a great knee high. Maybe you'll be a lucky wiener. Listen for your tickets to be read off. Yes. Uh, I was going to say that uh, talking to several people, my son Nick was out last week Sunday when mm-hmm. it was cold. He was out fishing. Mm-hmm. Caught some nice fish. Caught all bass. Lake X. I, I can't tell you exactly. Lake he told X, me not to tell. Have to kill you but, or yeah, right. But anyway, he caught, caught only largemouth and no. I caught, oh, he did catch a couple of nice crappies. But I talked to another guy in Okachi Lake. Uh, in uh, in and you know that's a big area. Uh, uh, Ice House Bay. Yeah. Uh, caught some really nice crappies. He, he had about a dozen of them on the ice. He showed me the biggest one was like twelve and a half inches, and he said though <clears throat> he said it was so cold on Sunday. He said I didn't want to put out any tip ups or fool around with that. He says I just sat in my pop up little shelter. He says and I he said he drilled one hole, flipped his pop up shelter and he fished out of that one hole. And caught about a dozen keepable crappies. His friend of his drilled like thirty holes, 
and was hopping all over the place and didn't catch any. And he even at one point, his friend drilled a hole within like six feet of his and wouldn't catch one. He, I, he, this guy happened to be just on the right spot, I guess. You know, no, I had a, stra- right on the right had a strange thing happen like that in 1998, Lake of the Woods, when we went out by uh, Buffalo Bay and Bob Woods from uh, Hoople, is it North Dakota or South Dakota? Anyway, he busted a trail 14 miles out um, past the Reed River and to a secret spot out there, and we hammered Big Pike for like three days up there. It was unbelievable. Uh, I had a, I lost a monster that broke me off. But anyway, everybody left, and it was just me and Scott one last, last day. And it was a nice sunny afternoon, kind of warm out there in the sun. And he had a hole, Tom, where every 20 minutes he was catching a 36 to 40-inch pike. And it was, and I had my tip-ups. I'll tell you what. All I, around him. All around. I moved one. Okay. So, like, I moved one from me to you away, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Okay. He's, now, normally, if that were some, somebody you didn't know, you'd be punching them. Right, saying, right. Get away. Yeah, oh, yeah. What are you doing, everybody? Right, right. It, I, I had him surrounded, and it would be that one right there. So, I sometimes wonder, well, maybe you can it, it, tell me. I don't know. I've sometimes in, envisioned fish, not even just in winter, maybe in summertime, too, Following like bunny rabbits follow trails yeah, through the sure. snow, yeah, or deer follow trails mm-hmm. through the swamp. Oh, I'm sure fish do too. Sometimes are there fish trails where like if you're right on that trail, right? Because think about it. If it's, if you envision it like a bunny rabbit through a trail in a swamp, yeah. If you're one foot to the side, the bunny rabbit is not going to go through your right. snare. Right. Uh, I don't know if it was Al Lindner or if it was Bill Binkelman many years ago called it the spot on a spot. You find like a certain break, but then there's a certain type of structure that's on that good spot that's the best spot. You know, they called it the spot on a spot. Right. And, uh, you know, what I'm thinking is like where this guy was catching these crappies, he might have drilled his hole right over a little opening between the weeds. And you know how the fish will be in in those weeds, you know, moving around. And there's this little opening that your bait's sitting in, and they can see that as they're going through the weeds. And it's like, oh, look, there, there's something to eat. You know, I mean, maybe he was on that kind of spot. I don't I, know. I've heard stories about guys years ago. How, how did they explain it? Where they'd actually put something down the hole and spin it around and chop a bunch of weeds in a like a oh, big okay, circle yeah, yeah. at the bottom, that right, yeah. right? And clear their own yeah, little hole. Have a little clearing yeah because you know you know what's really cool about locators is that they'll shoot through the ice you know right and what i always hated when i iced fish was drilling a hole and find out that there's just chuck full of weeds right below me so then i gotta drill another hole you gotta find a little opening somewhere right right right. but with the locators now you know you can shoot through the ice as long as it's nice flat ice and all that and sometimes you might have to put a little water on the ice but that is so nice to be able to shoot through the hole to make sure you're not just drilling holes uselessly. You know. Well, the, so. typically, now on the east end of Pewaukee there, where nobody's been down there fishing this year, mostly because they'd see all that open water where the geese had been out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, uh, it, when I drilled the holes outside my place, typically you'd have that same situation, Tom, where you drill through and all of a sudden, you could tell when you pull the auger up yep, and you got bits all, of weeds. All weeds, like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, crap, I got to go drill another. Yeah. There was nothing. Nothing. No, no nothing. I could look, and I'm probably, I'm guessing, seven feet of water looking yeah. down, and it's pretty barren down there. But wow. there was one 44-inch muskie cruising That's there, amazing. hungry, ready to grab That's a amazing. golden shiner. Wow. Well, you know what's coming up next, folks? 
Mm. Hornswoggle. Oh, the Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle is brought to you by. I've got a tractor yeah. for you, Mr. Douglas. <laughs> is brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Real Pub on Pewaukee Lake, where they got. They'll have the, all the TVs cooking. Well, they're going to have basketball going on this weekend, especially college what, basketball when? at Curly's Waterfront Pub. There's college basketball. There's uh, pro basketball. But next weekend, big Super Bowl party out there. They're going to have a lot of specials and going on. And so great place to eat, drink, have fun. There's Curly's a fishery Waterf- tomorrow to- as and, well. And, and the fishery tomorrow. Well, they have there's one the every, one. every Saturday. Tomorrow's Sunday, though, Tom. That's why I'm saying. Oh, so they tomorrow, got one tomorrow. Every Sunday. I say they got one. Don't they tomorrow? have one every Saturday and Sunday? No. No, just Sundays? Or well, just Saturdays? God, yeah, I thought Manchas was today. Is today the 26th? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, today. But theirs is tomorrow. Sunday. tomorrow? Theirs is tomorrow. There's oh. another one Saturday. Okay. Theirs is Sunday. Okay. There's one today, right? There's one every Saturday at Right. That's what Punch. I said. Yeah. Every Saturday. Twenty years ago, they were every Sunday, but now it's just every Saturday. Now it's Saturday, but but, but two weekends out of the year, they've yeah. got one on Saturday and Sunday. Uh-huh. This is one of those weekends. This is one of those. And then weekends. the Lions Club does a Sunday one in February, I believe. Okay, here's that list because Bodie's going to be checking his list twice to make sure you haven't won in the last like six weeks. So, uh, and what can and they if, win, Tom? <laughs> well, they're going to get a $10 gift certificate. Well, that's if they win. they got to be highly knowledgeable yeah. about the outdoors. You can't just be any dummy and call in and win. Right. you got to know stuff. That's right. So, Bodie, <laughs> you take. we're going to go to a break. We need a, a contestant no, for the Hornschwein. I know it. You'll know it, too. Yeah. We'll be right call back. 799-1250. Oh, thank you, Danny. I yeah. almost forgot What are they that. supposed to do? Send us Seven, smoke signals? 799-1250. Well, I saw the phone lines Area lighting, code lighting one up. Four. Yeah, the phone lines are lighting up up. like a Christmas tree. All right, we'll be right back, folks. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799-1250. If you got a uh, hunting, fishing report, give us a call. But right now we have our Hornswoggle segment. Do we have a contestant on, Nick? We do. We have our friend Matt calling us from Pewaukee. Hey, Matt. How are you doing? How are you guys? Yeah, good morning, Matt. We're we're uh, we're nice and toasty warm here in the studio. Tell you what, <laughs> I don't know if you have an outside uh, thermometer there out in Pewaukee. I know my truck gauge, and when I left this morning, Matt, it was too cold to even register on my truck. So I know it's cold, man. Um, yeah, I think it was around uh, 11 below. Okay, I knew it had to be at least that. So anyway, here we go. You know how this works. If uh, if I'm pulling your leg, it's a horn schwaggle. If I speak as truth. It's no horn schwaggle, so here we go. Robins. Robins show up in the spring, and they leave in the winter. However, there are some wintering robins in the state of Wisconsin, some dumb ones that stay here, some as far north as Bayfield County. Horn schwaggle or no horn schwaggle? I'll say horn schwaggle. Now, that's a no horn schwaggle. Okay, here we go. There's uh, some around. There's yeah. still you don't really see many, but I, yeah, but they're here. Some, uh, okay. Muskies, muskies do not feed uh, under the ice. 
Hornschwaggle or no Hornschwaggle? That's a Hornschwaggle. Okay, so you got yeah. that one. Okay. One. After hearing Bushy just caught one okay, well <laughs> last that, weekend okay. through the ice. That was your gimme there, yeah. Matt. So here we go. Um, when uh, ice fishing for st- uh, spearing uh, season is going to start up in Winnebago very soon. And guys actually use chainsaws to cut these big rectangular holes in the ice. But once they cut the ice, they pull the ice out of the hole, opening it up. Hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? I would say that's a horn truck. I so, think they push it down. And yeah. Go. All, right. All right. Way to go, Matt. Right. Way, Matt. They push it down and off to the side. So, uh, All right. cool. So you'll get that uh, gift certificate for $10 for Carl's Country Meats. Oh, Break- that's right. It's Carl's Country Meats. Did we mention that? No, I was saying Curly's before. Did you say Curly's yeah, before? Yeah, it's Carl. Okay, go ahead. Matt, I'm sorry. he's had a lot of concussions back I, in I high school it. here, this guy. I'll see if Carl's curly and I'll report that. It, it'll be Carl's and bring your checkbook because they got a lot of fine things. You'll end up walking out with lots of good meat. Yeah. So. All right. Thanks, Matt. Congrats. Okay. Stay warm, guys. Yep. Yeah. Take Car- care. Yeah. I, I apologize to Carl's Country Market. They're at Carl's Country Market is in Menominee Falls on the corners of Pilgrim and Silver Spring. Um you know they're known for their award-winning sausages. Have you? You've gone in there, right, Danny? Of course. I yeah. mean, my, I, oh, that's right. You got that great. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Venison bacon and the barbecue uh, sticks. sticks. Oh, that's. Hey, do they sell those just made out of beef or pork? Yes, they do. I gotta stop there and get some. Well, I'll tell you. Tell but, you what. Uh, you will want to. Uh, it, it's a deal when you bring your deer meat into them mm-hmm. to get those sticks. Oh yeah. 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 They they are awesome. Uh, and Carl's. Uh, years ago, uh, my buddy Troy Woodrow, he went out there with me to pick up a deer that had gotten processed. He went nuts after that. He said, Carl's Country, these were his exact words to me a couple weeks later because he went back there and bought a bunch of stuff. He said, Carl's Country Meats is my newest, most favorite store. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing's cool when you walk in that store, they have all these plaques rimming the store. I mean, there's all, and they're all awards for their sausages. All those awards. Did you see all of those? Yeah. Amazing. What's even cooler, go next door to the gas station. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I didn't realize they own that, Mm -hmm. too. And all of his fish are up on the wall. Yeah, all those muskies. Giant walleyes, too. Yeah, big walleyes, muskies. gargantuan walleyes. Yeah. We got to get Carl, I mean, Paul, who runs Carl's Country Market. Son we, of Carl. Yeah, son of Carl. We Carl gotta, caught those fish, though, didn't he? Or no, was those it are Paul? Paul's. Those Paul are all Paul's. Those yeah, those oh, are all okay. Paul's. Paul is quite the outdoorsman uh, in fishing get, and hunting. You think we could get him in here? Well, if not, if he doesn't come in here, we can get him on the phone, I'm sure. But if we get him to come in here, he can bring us some sticks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm starting now to think, you're starting to sound like, like me, you. Look, looking for it's an like, edge. <laughs> it's it's, it's the, Tom New, um, the Tom Newbauer decade. Yeah, what yeah, can you do for yeah, me, what can Tom you do for Newbauer? Me, yeah. uh, that reminds me, you ever see that show, uh, uh, Boston Legal? And then uh, Bill Shatner, William Shatner is in it, and his name in the show is Denny Crane. He's an attorney and all yeah, that. Yeah. And he always likes to look in the camera or look at it, somebody and say, Denny Crane. You know, he just wants well, to say his name to everybody. The, <laughs> one, not that I like the guy's politics, yeah. but one of the Saturday Night Live guys years ago, Al Franken, I remember the, remember the skit where he introduced the Al Franken decade. And he said, from now on, it's what can you do for me, <laughs> <Okay>. Al Franken? <laughs> and then he'd meet somebody and go, 
Al Franken, what can you do for me? <laughs> what can you do for me? <laughs> That's, That's funny. That. Well, Bill what Shatner do does that, me? too. Who do you got on the line, Nick? Get her old pal Tex. Oh, yeah, hey, that's right. Tex. I'm glad. What hey. can you do for us? Yeah, hey, Tex, <laughs> glad you called back. Hey, is this the uh, the Doughboy uh, Muskie Hunter? This is the, the uh, yeah. Doughboy, Doughboy Coyote Hunter slash failed Coyote Hunter slash successful ice fisherman. Yep. <laughs> What's got up, him, Tex? Hey, got a fishing report for you and a cold, uh, cold fishing story. Okay, let's uh, we got Poigan uh, having their uh, party on the lake today, and I was out there this week, and it's pretty dead sea out there. Is even hiking? Yeah, you are kind of breaking up a little, Tex. You still there? Hey. Yeah. Hello. Did you did I lose you? A little bit, but yeah, yeah I was oh, going to oh. say even for pike, because normally you think you could catch a pike, Poigan pike. Yeah, my buddy, uh, he usually fishes almost every day. He'll even go before church. He he gave up on fishing for the walleyes and went over for the pike, and he couldn't even catch a pike. It was that bad. Well, that's Wow, bad. that's terrible. But Sorry. anyway, all those people are going to be on the lake today, so we're going to go up to Green Bay and be a uh, foolish ice fisherman up there today for the whitefish. Yeah. Okay, that's always good. Well, Tex, I, I don't know, Tom. Uh, the reports that I've been reading yeah. is that, well, first of all, they didn't have enough ice to get out there on the Bay of Green Bay. They're yeah. really slow start to the season. But I haven't really heard of any great reports yet from there. But I don't know. What have you heard, Tex? Well, it's still early. You know, they're just now doing the ATV travel up on Larson's Reef. We're going to go uh, kind of farther south on Green Bay where it's not affected quite so much with the uh, well, the icebreakers going to be coming through. And uh, it's a little less controlled by the current as far as people breaking off and floating away yeah so, you don't want to do that no no and we're gonna be pretty shallow water so we'll see how it goes i don't know but uh anyway i wanted to tell you we we're out on poigan last year i broke down about an atv so i can get out there and do early ice fishing and we get and i talked to another buddy into buying a youth atv so we're out there last year and and it's it was below zero and the wind was just a howling and uh, we get out there and set up and fish and nothing was happening and oh let's move you know so we, go to fire up both our ATVs. Neither one of them would start. Oh, no. Did, oh, they, the batteries were frozen. Nobody was around us. And I finally start, started to walk towards shore, shore, and a guy drove up, and he came over. It, it took like 30 minutes for each battery to get it started. It was They were so frozen and oh. dead. <laughs> That's crazy. But, I've well, never heard of an ATV battery freezing. but. Oh, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, here was a brand new one. I, I went right back to the dealer and said, I want a better, bigger, better battery. Yeah, so, bigger and better. Yeah. Bigger is always better when it comes to batteries. Hey, Tex, we got to yeah. run for our update. Yep. Thank okay, you. guys, take care. Thanks okay, for calling, touch, Tex. Tex. See ya. Take Bye care, now, buddy. Bye. Yeah, what, now when we come back uh, in the second hour, we are going to talk about jig colors and sizes, small, big, medium, whatever, but Colors, well, I'll tell you what, I want to get a little input from the audience, too, on what, what their favorite colors of jigs are, what they're doing good on. I'm just kind of curious about that. I mean, I can tell you some good colors to use that will always work, but maybe you've got something that you will share with us. Maybe not keep it a secret. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 